Hello, everyone. Welcome to Otaku American. This is Big L with my co-host, Mikey Fresh. Uh, that's not cool with Mikey Fresh. I'm not really too comfortable with that name. So I thought that was a name that you picked. I want to change it on um, YouTube. but no, no, um, there, there will be no changing there's of changing. the nicknames. There's changing on the nicknames. It will be Mikey Fresh. It's not even a, it's not that even a nickname. That is the name that you that's, have selected. That's the nickname. That will be the nickname that we're going with. That's the nickname. Forever. No. And ever. No. And ever. No. In your face. That's not the nickname that I've actually... Oh, but it uh, is. Uh, no, it's not. It is. It's not. Anyway. Um, yeah, we, uh, we're going to... You know, I've been on vacation this whole uh, week. And still have some days left in vacation before I go back to work. So I've been you doing a lot of vacation. I've been sick. You have not been sick. You've been going to work. So Yeah, I, mean, I, I go to work when I'm sick. Yeah. but um, Depends on the sick. I, uh... Yeah, I, I've... Watch a little bit of anime, play some games while I was on vacation. Uh, we're going to start out with one of the games I was playing. Um, that game was Titanfall, the beta. Titanfall I was going to say, beta. I thought it was the beta that you were playing. Yeah, the beta was I was playing. The Titanfall beta was I was playing. Um, when does that game release? Uh, like March officially release. That game releases on March 11th. Um, I'm definitely getting it. I was definitely getting it before. I'm definitely getting it now after the beta. The beta oh. only allowed you to go up to level 14. When I first started, the first day I played the beta, people were already level 14. Well, yeah. Any any game that has levels like an RPG, the first day there are going to be going to be people that are max level. It, it's just that that's just the way it is. Yeah, I um but the thing about it was uh the beta came out don't even remember offhand when the beta came out. I believe well, it, it came out too long ago. I believe it came out the the 13th, but it was available. People had to, I I put a link up on our um, Facebook account, Facebook fan page, and um, some of the other things that we're associated with on um, some of our other media outlets in which um, people can go on and sign up for the um, beta. So you had to sign up, send your email address, and it helped if you were able to do, you know, basically you put up your email address. They sent you an email um, basically allowing you to play in the beta. Little did I know they were going to make it open for everyone, not even like three days later. Three days later, they made it open for everyone. So if you were able to, um, if but it, the, it was open for everyone, but I say that. Well, what's the point in them having you have no, no. a private but see, the beta? Thing, the thing was, it was originally a private beta, and then it became an open beta. But it wasn't even a, it was an open beta, but it was only open beta for if you had a specific platform. Because that game's coming out on Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PC. So if you had PC and Xbox One, you could play the open beta. If you had it on Xbox 360... No, you're not playing a beta. Mainly because the people who are making the game are making it for Xbox One and PC. There's a separate development house that's making the conversion for the PC Xbox One version for the Xbox 360. And that was the reason why it was an, um, an open beta on a pl- Xbox 360 because another company is doing it. So he's another company is pointing it, porting it to the Xbox 360. So it's not really all that crazy considering it is an EA game, which is surprising. No, wait, my my question is, are they going to do that game like they did with, what was that What was that other game that I got for the 360 that was on the PC and the PlayStation also? Oh, you're talking about... Um, but they only had it linked up with PC and Defiance. Defiance, yeah. yeah. Defiance. Are they going to no, do it like that? It's not because Defiance is like a massively multiplayer MMO type thing. And Titanfall is not really that. So even though Titanfall has a storyline, a single player storyline, but it leads into the multiplayer. It's most mainly a multiplayer game, but it's not like Titanfall is a game like it's a mech game. It's like if you were crossing Mech Warrior with Call of Duty or like a first-person shooter uh-huh. with a mech game, whereas Defiance wasn't that. Defiance was an MMO that was played on console and PC. It was like playing World of Warcraft. It was available on Xbox, PlayStation, and on PC. 
Actually, a better um, analogy would be it's exactly like Planetscape. Mm. Planetscape, which is a vi- uh, that's only available. That. that game is only available on P on PlayStation and PC. Supposedly, if you have PS4, it's available on PS4. The Planetscape Two is going to be on PS4. I haven't I haven't gotten around again to getting a PS4 yet. So now is Titanfall? My next question will be: Is Titanfall going to be like other? Like most MMOs where anyone can basically be in anyone's fight at any given time? Or is it going to be like some MMOs? Well, a lot of people don't call these MMOs, but they are. Like um, like Fantasy Star. Yeah, but it's not where, an MMO. But see, that's the thing. It's not an MMO, though. Well, what I'm, what I'm getting to is... when on, Where you're playing on, a game. You're meaning on, if you play in a game mm-hmm. and somebody can jump into your game and play the game. Play the game that you're already playing. Sort of, but more... More exactly is on Fantasy Star, only six people can be in that combat game at once. Yeah. Whereas on MMO, there's no combat game to join. It's just you're party. there. No, it's a party system. Yeah, there's a party system as a regular MMO. You don't even have to be in a guy's party to kill whatever he's. Killing. No, it's it's the world is uh, set where it's a certain number of players are in a world. You have, I believe, there's 16 players in the world. Okay, so it's. What eight on eight? I think it's eight on eight. Yeah. Well, Fantasy and that's Star just has world. different worlds. No, 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 no. But the games have only up to six players. No, the games. The games is you're going into a um, party. You're going to a, a party of sixteen players and going into a world and playing within that world. Now, yeah, that that's what I mean. If it's going to be like all the regular MMOs, other MMOs, like say a world has a thousand players, they could have like a thousand players fighting in that one game, whereas Fantasy Star, you got a world of a thousand players, and only six can fight in that one each individual game. That kind of sucks. Why would you want to play that game? Well, the game is fun. A lot of people are fans of the franchise in general, but that's like yourself, what I want to know about uh, Titanfall. Is it going to be like that, or is it going to be like regular MMOs? But see, that's the thing, though. It's not an MMO, so I can't answer. I can't really even give you well, an answer for that. Fighting while well, game and teaming up party wise. Well, teaming up party-wise, yeah. It's basically what it is. It's just like the Call of Duty systems. Call of Duty, Battlefield, that kind of thing. Well, where you have, I wouldn't know because I don't play Call of Duty. Or Halo, where you have a, a set amount of people going into a, a um, game. Okay, so it's not like that. It's just art all. No, it's not. It's I'm saying it's like Halo. It's like yeah. Halo first-person shooters like that, where you have 16. See, the problem was people thought... Um, the battlefield is large, relatively large, plus it's multi-tier, because your character has, um, besides your character being, you know, a regular person, they have a jetpack, so they can run, jump, climb off of walls, run scale walls, that kind of thing, to get to that different levels. That was going to be my next question. My next question would have been, are there some places where you can only get to if you're in a Titan, or if you can only get to only on foot? You can get to uh, on foot. You can get to ch- pretty much every single level. And when you're in a Titan, can you go every single place within construct within you know parameters? Well, yeah. Size requirements. Yeah, because obviously. you know a well, Titan. And again, you but, know this is a new game, and if no, you're in a Titan like that, you should be able. If you got if a human has to walk into a building, you should be able to knock the building down. No, well, in the Titan thing, the the Titans don't really knock the buildings down because all the buildings are knocked down anyway, so it's not really that big a deal. There isn't a building to knock down. Yeah, so, but I find, I don't know, because first of all, when you're playing a beta, it doesn't necessarily mean, even though the game is pretty much finished, they were just checking out to see how, if they're, what the lag would be and server issues and that kind of thing. That's which, right, that's right, people. Which is they amazing. They don't pay their game testers. They're, having, they're making you test the game for them for free. But no, there are guys in there who are um, testing the game, so I don't really oh, find yeah, that all that funny, to be honest. But it's EA, so that's what EA does. So oh yeah, basically, um, I, I like the uh, beta, but like I was saying in regards to your question, was there's I found in the beta I'll be playing the game, I'll get in a Titan, which is f- weird because the Titan comes from the sky, right? Comes from a um, ship in the sky, and it sh- shoots down kind of like an ODST. Yeah, ODST or even um, the other game I played on PlayStation. What's that thing called? Yeah. Dust is like that, too, where dust, your character, comes from the sky. So the uh, Titan comes from the sky. Titanfall, you know, no pun intended. Thinking, 
lands on in the um into the battlefield it's a shield and then you can run and jump or fall or walk over to him or you know do whatever you can do what's whatever you want to do if you're falling into him you just hold the button to uh, on on xbox well on um xbox it's actually you hold the x button whatever Is and he can button? he can catch you and put you inside his chest well it is a giant robot or he'll future. pick you one way or the other he'll put you inside his chest so is it sentient no it's not oh, all right. no it's not you can set it to like if you get off you can go into your titan right and you could be fighting right and I found that the easiest, because I play a lot of capture the flag, so the, I found the easiest one was for me to get in my Titan, get out of my Titan, set my Titan to guard mode, and um, once I set him into guard mode, I stay inside with the uh, quote-unquote flag. It's actually like a um, um, computer um, station that you're pretty much capturing. Um, you're sitting there, you're, you're inside there, you're uh, at the uh, computer station, Guarding the station to make sure no one comes in. Meanwhile, your Titan's outside waiting for people to come up. So I was getting all kinds of Titan kills. But there's two settings for the Titans. There's the guard mode where anything that comes to your Titan or comes to the area that the Titan is guarding, it goes after and kills or tries to kill. And then the second uh, setting is um, follow mode. Follow mode allows your Titan to follow you. If you're walking around, your Titan follows you around the board. Or if you're standing there and you're guarding an area, your Titan will go out and start finding people to shoot. I thought that was interesting, too. Because I remember I was sitting at the um, one of the bases. And my Titan, like, you know, you have your radar, right? My Titan mm-hmm. came out of the radar. I couldn't even find my Titan in the radio, radar because he was out there shooting people. I knew he was shooting people because it was telling me he was engaging an enemy, but I just didn't know where he was. I couldn't even see him in eyesight. That's kind of cool, but a lot of games do that now. With yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's cool, but see, the thing about it is it's cool because... It's still cool, though. It's a robot doing it. It's a gigantic robot going around doing that, and other people's robots. You see robots fighting each other while the pilots are fighting each other and a whole bunch of other stuff. Plus, in the game, I think it was only six, eight on eight, in the game itself, but on a full version, it's supposed to be eight on eight human players and a whole bunch of NPCs. Now, oh no, that is no, no. I'm sorry. There was NPCs in the game. The NPCs were like, I hope the AI tuning gets a little better. The the AI in the uh, for the NPCs wasn't that bad. I've seen other games in which it was just straight out ridiculous. The AI is just walking into a wall. Yeah, just fight shooting a wall five million times. No, but the AI was relatively smart. But it's just that you know it's an AI. There's not too much you can really do. I hope so on a place on an Xbox One. Well, I don't even think it's it's not necessarily an Xbox One. It's just the way that people develop it. It's not uh, It's not the console that makes the AI better. It's the people who develop it for the console that makes yeah, it better. Well, yeah, but on, you know, as an Xbox you can one, be a total as opposed idiot. to a 360, they can code it a lot more. No. So the AI uh, performs they, better. The, actually, your statement as of right now is the opposite. They can to- code it a lot more for the Xbox 360 than they can for the Xbox One. Because the Xbox One is a new tech, new development kit that they're getting that they have only had for maybe, what, two years? Whereas the Xbox 360, they've had for the last, what, eight years? Well, So they know what they're going to do with the Xbox 360. With something that you have experience in, of course. But, I mean, like, capability-wise. Ultimately, I think think Titanfall is a console seller. Titanfall is extremely fun. It's extremely fun. Before I knew it, I was already at level 14. Within two days, I was at level 14. And I wasn't even... Not two days, probably like three days. Because, actually... The um, beta came out while I was still at work because it was the week of week of Valentine's Day that it came out. And it didn't end until like the middle of the following week. So it ended like maybe the 19th or something like that. So um, that game is extremely, extremely fun. There's perks and all kinds of other things involved, just like every other game. Most of the people listening to this pretty much already know about Titanfall anyway. Yeah, it it would be the most fun for the people if you like giant if you, robots, if, if you, you like, like shooters. Mech. Yeah, if you like mech, if you like giant, and if you like levels, leveling up. If you like any of those you, things, you, it's even like if you like exploring boards while also getting shot at. 
it's fun for that because there's all kinds of little areas you can go into. I remember one time I sniped this dude. He had no idea where I was. Even when it showed the replay for it, he told me I had no Showing idea. Your Even replay. in the replay, your brain came out. I had no idea how you shot me. I was like, "Good job. This game is awesome." So, but um, yeah, that's that's the game I'm pretty much waiting for. Yeah, the um, game. There's a game. I have the Nintendo Wii U, but um, there's a new game that came out. Actually, it came out on my birthday, which is the 21st. Uh, it was Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, another platformer involving Donkey Kong. Uh, it's like the most recent game that came out on Wii U. I was thinking about buying that. Uh, like I said, the game that I have, the Wii U 4, is not coming out anytime soon from my understanding. At least not, uh, It's at least a year away, and that's X, the um, sequel to um, to the Xeno. It's the next game in the Xeno Saga series, X. Okay, I haven't even heard of that. Yeah, I said I, I, there was a montage for um, Wii U games, and they had like Bayonetta two and some other random stuff in there. I did see and some X information was one of, about Bayonetta two, but X, you know that's fifty yeah. sixty also. No, it's not. Well, at the time when I saw it, they said it would probably they might have it come out on three sixty. No, Nintendo. I guess they decided Nintendo, not to. No, 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 they didn't decide not to. Nintendo locked that up for them. It's at least it's exclusive for the Nintendo Wii U. I don't know. I don't know if it's for a year or six months, or I doubt it's for a year, but it's probably like six months. Oh, so they're so taking that. that approach now. Yeah. Well, That's Nintendo, look at, think about it. Nintendo, we you got to do something, right? People ain't buying a console. They're talking about, you know, they're losing a lot of money off of that console. So they got to do something, right? If they have Bayonetta two and Bayonetta one did very well, so if they're the only ones having Bayonetta two, plus their console is cheaper than everybody else. Their console is cheaper than PlayStation, which is the cheap, quote-unquote, console. Well, they do need to get a lot of popular adult-oriented games. Eh, to some I extent, mean, they already have that. doesn't want to play Mario all the time. To some extent, they already have that, though. They have Popular. Some, adult. They have popular adult video games. The problem is those games are also available on other consoles. Like, for instance, I have NBA 2K14 that's on Xbox One, but NBA 2K13 was on uh, Nintendo Wii U, and that mm. game actually looked very good. It's just that it was Nintendo it was Nintendo Wii U, and people who were going to buy that game would have bought it on Xbox 360 or PlayStation 3. It's really all that's it comes down thing. to. So Now, I have been... The one game that I've been playing a lot for a while or rather attempting to play, is actually Batman Arkham Origins. Oh, I never got around to playing that game. Now, the time span between me playing Batman Arkham City and Arkham Origins is considerably large. So, when I finally started playing Batman Arkham Origins, I'm running through the first level, so to speak, and you get to the first boss, who just happens to be Killer Croc who some of you might not know him. I don't know if anyone really doesn't know who that is from the Batman series. But he's a giant man who has features of a crocodile. Hence the name, Killer Croc. But, you know, I got to him. Can't stand DC. And... <laughs> oh, you, that, was, that, was, that was on there? Okay. Oh, my bad. I got to him, and even before I got to that boss, since it's been so long since I played any Batman game, I forgot how to make Batman do everything. I mean, the only thing I could make him do at the time was move around and punch things and jump a little bit. Did it give you the um, Adam West Batman when you punch stuff? Or no. Like, Kabam! No, no. Blam! That would have been extremely entertaining if I could turn that on with a cheat code or something. But no, it's probably in some DLC. But I'm playing the game, well, attempting... And I get to Killer Croc, and I'm thinking to myself, really, a boss fight already? I've only been playing for about five minutes. So... Is Killer Croc really even a boss, really? Yeah. But I mean, uh, uh, under regular, like, you know, canon, is he really even a boss? Yeah. Yeah, he is. That's it. Yeah, he is. He's like one of those mid-level bosses, which is really what it was, a mini-boss, if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, I really, the only boss in the game is the last boss. And I'm not gonna give that away because I already know who it is before I, I already knew who it was before I played the game. But I get to this guy, and all I know is how to punch and jump. So 
after the seventh try of Killer Croc just beating me into the ground like I uh, like I heard, heard his puppy or something, I started to get a little annoyed. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go back, take a step back, go to the tutorial, see what I can and can't do. After that, you know, three more times I beat Killer Croc. Don't laugh at me. I haven't played Batman in a long time. So... I'm going through the game and I'm using Batman's little gadgets. He only got about maybe five gadgets unlocked. A smoke pellet, the bat claw, the little bat shuriken boomerang things. The batarang. Batarang. Uh, come on. Anytime when you think about it, just automatically assume. Bat something. It's bat something in there. Thank you, DC. And I'm going through. The game seems really good. Graphics are great. Bosses look great voice acting is great moves pretty fluently until you get bust in the face with a bat then it's not that great but you know wait a minute why is it not that great when you get bust in the face with a bat because then you see batman just hit the floor and just lay there as he should just like in real life because at the see and then you get an overwhelmingly feeling of that's the issue defeat. I have. That, see, that's the issue. I, I never really Wait, understand why does, Batman does, games do well. It doesn't stop. It no, but the games are actually Batman. good. It's no. just Batman as a concept makes no sense no, to me. No, the games are great, but it, it, see, after you after you get killed, it doesn't stop there. You can't just press start and go to continue. No, you get a little cutscene of the boss you're trying to get to at the time, and he turns and says some annoying stuff like, ah, ah, you should have tried harder that time. And you gotta sit through that every time you get KO'd. Yeah, but that's how it is in all the Batman um, games. <laughs> and that's how it was in all the Ar- Ar- the Arkham Asylum games. When I played the other Arkham Asylum, it was the same way. Yeah, all of that aside, you know, the game is playing wise, it's just like uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, which is good. Cause, yeah, uh, but it's it the same. Well but that's the games. thing. Uh, Origins was. From the same people who made those first two games. Yeah, no, that, so, it works. It works well like that. It's actually playable. Uh, see, the thing about it is, like, uh, I can play. I played Arkham City and Arkham Asylum. Never got around to uh, Origins. The problem I have is I just don't like Batman as a concept. The fact that some I rich didn't really guy play much of uh, the fact that some Arkham rich Asylum. guy can fight dudes who are, as DC would call it, meta human, and win. Is beyond me, unless I, uh, I mean, well, you, whether you I, take unless account. I don't know Batman is a meta human. I don't know. No, he's not. You got to take into account that he has all of these specialized gadgets that do different things. I feel like, and you he's with this a mic. master martial artist. I feel like hitting you with a mic. Most meta humans, you know, they just rely on their superpower. Most of them aren't master martial artists. So you mean to tell me a dude who has the who has been deformed? into a crocodile is going to get beat up because what you call it knows martial arts that's what you're telling me you're and telling me specialized this. gadgets <laughs> i mean this. if you throw sand so in this guy's eyes microphone. and you throw a grenade down his throat you're gonna win that fight are you serious right now are you serious right now yeah you're serious i don't right think now. a crocodile can survive a active grenade no but we're talking about a guy who's already buff and I'm sure he knew some kind of art um, fighting style. Killer Croc? No, he doesn't. You're just assuming that. That's because they never drew it in. He doesn't. But okay, read the comic book. Let's, all right, fine. He doesn't. But that's another thing. Why is it? Wait a minute. These criminals have gotten beat by these heroes over and over and over again. And if you're fighting Batman, and the only reason why he's beating you is because he's a greater intellect. Now, there's not too much you can do about that. But he also has a better uh, fighting technique than you, then what's stopping you from getting your fighting technique? And he has gadgets that can freeze you when they touch you. Oh, my God. I mean, it's not like he's going into a fight unprepared. If if you're going to go into a fight against some guy who uses swords all the time, wouldn't you want to bring, like, a gun or a sword or something that can immobilize him? I mean, think of how smart Batman is. Surely yeah, he's thought I just about do, that. I, I enjoy. See, the the issue is Batman was started out as like a detective comic book, and yeah. it morphed into what it is now. 
the thing He's I don't the thing I don't understand is how it morphed into what it is now. How is it the same you, way how Superman do you have morphed from the same way Superman morphed from a guy who can only run fast and jump really high into a guy who is invincible, has super speed, super strength, freeze rays, and freeze breath and eye rays coming out of his eyes that can melt stuff. The same metal. But that's the thing. No, no. But that's the thing, though. That's the that's the issue I have. How is it that Batman? Even I, I loved Justice League, the cartoon on TV. I loved all the different things they had on DC. I I watch DC when it comes down to cartoon stuff. But reading their comic books, even the cartoon stuff, I only seen it as face value. It was entertaining because the okay. storylines were entertaining. But to see Batman stand toe-to-toe or on the same level as, like, what's that guy's name? Shazam and um, Superman and all these other dudes. Well, Shazam is Shazam is like a little kid. kid. He's a kid who has his little um, thing. But at the end of the day, he's still a grown-looking dude who who can fly and does have superpowers. With the mind of a little kid. Whereas Batman is just Batman. It's just some rich... Some rich dude who... A wealthy man with an extremely high genius intellect against a guy who's big, buff, invincible, can fly with a child's brain. See, now now that I think about it, why isn't... Why is Superman fighting Lex Luthor, who has no powers, and Batman's fighting the Joker, who the Joker's obviously some sort of metahuman? Or has some sort of power. Shouldn't it be the other nah, way around? The Joker doesn't have any powers. Joker's He's just insane. He's well, insane. I guess you can call his insanity a superpower. Insanity is a superpower. <laughs> have you seen crazy people in real life? Insanity <laughs> is a superpower. Woo! The Joker Drug is like is a superpower. that bad size. And the Joker still knocks people out. Insanity is a superpower. So, yeah. If see that, I if guess that it was, is. Look at if that's true, if that's a, if that was the case, shouldn't Batman be someone insane? Even though in certain like the Dark Knight series, they had him as being a bit insane. No, Batman is totally insane. The fact that he dressed himself up in spandex as a bat to go fight crime at night. No, that's you're thinking in general terms. I mean, the Dark Knight series itself had Batman being a bit on a deep end. Literally on a deep end. So, but, you know, hey, that game is pretty good. i just not a DC fan, so that's... No, the game's great. The fighting works well. He's got all his gadgets. You've got all, well, if you put all the games together, you have all of his villains, super villains or unsuper villains. you got a little thugs that he goes around. He goes around and does actual detective work. He decodes things, unlocks things, has to go and play Super Puzzle Fighter to get through certain situations. The game is pretty good, actually. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, our first uh, musical break, well, our only musical break, to be honest with you, um, It's called, the song is um, called Database from Man with a Mission. Um, the song is from, it's the ending song to, uh, no, it's the beginning song to um, Law Horizon. So that was a database from Man with a Mission from Log Horizon. Um, that's the beginning of the song. That's the um, opening thing of that um, anime. So speaking of that anime, that's the anime that I'm going to talk about today. Um, 
I actually, you know, I had um, Log Horizon listed as one of the anime I was going to try to watch. Never got around to it, played, watched other animes instead. Um, then I finally, once I finished a lot of my animes, I started going to the backlog of animes that I was watching. And so I, I checked out Log Horizon. Log Horizon, surprisingly, it's pretty good. I, uh, it's basically, um, <clears throat> in the whole world, there's a game that's called um, Elder's Tale. And it's an MMO, and people from all the different continents and all the co- all the different countries play the game. Get online, level up. I think the level cap for that game in that anime was 90, which is like, basically, it's just like, wow. Wow, I think the level cap right now is 90. So, um... <clears throat> Isn't that anime the one where the characters had some kind of sphere they had to interface with? No. No? No. I thought it was that one. No. It's this, and that leads me to another um, anime, though. But um, no, this anime is where everybody gets online. Um, there's a seventh update, and the seventh update doesn't allow people to log out. So people are their characters, and they stay in the game. Um, they're permanently plugged in. Yeah, permanently plugged in. That, I'm not sure. They haven't gotten to that point yet. But um, so when people die in that game, they go to the cathedral, just like in the real game. When you die in an MMO, you don't necessarily die. You just go to your starting point, you whatever your starting point is. Yeah, your respawn part. Or and that's what it what is. It's the cathedral is the um, respawning spot. So uh, as they call it in the anime, an adventurer dies. He goes to the spawning spot, that kind of thing. But the thing about this game, um, the thing about this anime is the NPCs, in the anime, as they like to call in the game, the people of the land, when they played the game, the people of the land were only whatever the developers developed into them. As they're in the game now for, like, real life, can't get out type stuff, the people of the land also, just like they can't get out the um, game, the people of the land now develop human feelings. So they're like humans, really. And the adventures. Wait a minute. Does that mean that when you play the game, you can't choose to be, like, a hunter, ranger, mage. No, the people of the land are those. You know when you're playing as a clatif- classification, a class uh-huh. in the game, and you run into NPCs? hmm And they're usually, like, the people who run the shop of the store or something like that? Yeah. That's what the people of the land is. Where you have set, like, you ask someone, they, they give you a quest, you talk to them for the quest... They have a set number of lines that they give you, and then you're like, cool. You go out and have the quest. You kill the bad guy, whatever, dungeon um, crawl, come back, get your reward from him. He has the same um, things. No matter how many times you go to him, he has the same set number of lines. Kind of like a voice actor? No, it's just an NPC. The NPC, they don't put too much into the into the NPCs because you're not going to be seeing them that often anyway. You're going to be out in the dungeon crawling or in the world itself exploring. So in this right. game, in the anime, they talk to the NPCs. They didn't realize the NPCs, well, the people of the land, um, changed just like they changed, where they can't get out the game. They, it's funny because you play the game, you watch the anime, and the characters that these people are, they're, you know, real people outside of the game. So, and some of them are, you know, how some people, if you're a female, some female gamers, not all, but some, when they play online, especially MMO games, they put themselves as a man, just like some dudes put themselves as a woman. So, <clears throat> the um, the three one of the three main characters when you start the game is two guys who um they the main character uh, Shinro he um he's like one of the top strategists in the whole. He's well known within um, the other adventurers in the game. Um, then there's the other guy who's with him. I can't remember his name offhand. Um, he looks like a knight. He's basically a tank, um, based upon MMO lingo. Um, tank. Yeah. So he um, and then the third character, she's like an assassin, um, shinobi type thing. When you st- first see her, she's a dude, and Shinro has the uh, elixir to convert her from whatever gender to another gender. So since she realizes she can't get out of the game. She needs something that looks something like her so she can feel the elixir regular. gender bender. 
But it's just weird because the things that are going on in this game, like, for instance, there's um, there's in the game, you know, when you need nourishment, you just go to the command prompt and then you go and select your food. Yes, if you want to cheat, why not? No, no, no. But you go and you select your food, right? So they eat the food. All the food tastes the same. These are real people now who can't get out the game. So whatever they feel in the game is what they feel in real life, quote unquote. Does it taste like chicken? It tastes like nothing. They said it does has any doesn't have any taste. Everything tastes the same and nothing has a taste. Even better. What they now in like the fifth or sixth episode, spoiler, they realize that if you have a cooking skill, like you have secondary skills. If your secondary skill is like cooking, you can take um things from the world and convert them into food. And they made cheeseburgers, and they sold a whole bunch of um, made sold a whole bunch of um, cheeseburgers, made a lot of money, and then basically they got everything together. The thing about this, I'm not an MMO player, but by me watching Log Horizon and the things that are going on within Log Horizon makes me want to play an MMO. The problem is I don't have the um, attention span to be playing anything like that. But by watching Log Horizon makes me want to play this game. Yeah. Makes me want to play like WoW MMO. or Planescape <clears throat> or something like that. MMOs you have to play for a while. Yeah, I don't really. If it was like Log Horizon where you could make your own little town, everybody, you know, that kind of thing, that'd be awesome. I would play that all day. But they're not. They're mainly dungeon crawlers, and I don't want to go into some yeah, random you know dungeon kind of fight you over and over again. To make a game like that. Yeah, but if you think about it, it's not that far off than, remember Dark Cloud? Yeah, but... Dark Cloud wasn't particularly good. It was one of the launch titles on the PS2 when it came out. But... No, the game was good. But, that's the thing. But, the thing was, you could make up your town, and then you can walk... Because you're basically just bringing your town back to life. (laughs) So you put your town back the way you want it, and you can walk around the town and do, you know, talk to people, that kind of thing. Dark Cloud 2 was awesome, too. Dark Cloud 1 was better than Dark Cloud 2. Dark Dark Cloud 2 was more an RPG. Dark Cloud 1 was more of a simulation with an RPG element. But so far, um, Log Horizon is actually pretty good. Which is weird because um, I was told about another anime that has the same similarities to Log Horizon. Which came out literally like two years ago. Um, And that was uh, Sword Art Online. The difference between I haven't seen Sword Art Online. That's the one you're talking about, probably with the orbs. Sorry, the difference between Sword Art Online and Law Horizon is Law Horizon. When people die in that game, when people die in that, they go to the cathedral. As yeah. it turns out, spoiler alert: when they die, they lose a part of their memories. So whether it's the memories from when they were outside the game or memories within the game. They, the more times they lose, the more times they die, they lose those memories. So they don't necessarily die; they just lose memories that they had. Whereas, Can they get them back? As of right now, I don't know because I'm only like I think episode eleven or something like that no. in the um, thing. But um, <clears throat> as of Sword Art Online, when you die in the um, game, you die in real life. So <laughs> that's it. So I haven't seen Sword on, online. I'm going to probably catch check that out a little more, and um, definitely give a um, a comparison between Log Horizon and Sword Art, Sword Art Online. What anime were you watching? Well, there was one anime that I actually just finished up watching. It was called Ghost Hunt, and it revolves around a high school girl who is hearing stories from her classmates about like haunted places and ghosts coming out and people getting possessed and all of that crazy nabbery going on there. So one day she decides to actually check out one of the places that she heard a story about. And as she goes in, she sees a video camera. She's like, who left the video camera here? And, you know, she walks in and she knocks over a bookshelf. And the guy who owns the video camera shields her from the bookshelf. And she meets this guy, and he has actually a whole team. And he's his job is to investigate these haunted, so-called haunted places and determine if they're haunted or not. Or if um, there's like a poltergeist or whatever's 
making this crazy stuff happen or if it's just natural phenomena going on like from an earthquake or something like that. Yeah. So she ends up being employed by this guy because she actually broke the camera that was in there and the camera must have cost around like $20,000 or something like that. And a high school girl, there's no way she could afford that. <laughs> there's a way. <laughs> yeah, of course there's a way. <laughs> We're it's not going to talk about it's that. It's an anime. <laughs> no, I'm not even going that far. I'm not going that down that route. But it's an anime, so they can have them go any kind of way they want. But, uh, yeah, I think I was going to see that anime. I've just never gotten around to it. I got yeah. other stuff I got to finish She ends up. up being teamed up with the owner of the company who has an assistant. And there are a few other characters in the game. One is a monk. One is a priest. One is a shrine maiden. And another girl is a medium who is famous on television for being a median. Yeah. And they go from place to place trying to figure, well, eventually figuring out what, it, what if there's any truth to any of the rumors that they hear. And, you know, it's pretty cool because they actually went to one place and the place was actually haunted. And windows <gasps> were shattering and you know the roof was collapsing and stuff was coming up through the floor and grabbing them yeah and they were actually exercising all of those crazy things the anime is actually pretty interesting to watch there's no fighting in it oh there there kind of is because a few times they actually had to use their power to fight the physical manifestations of these crazy things that were haunting the place and there was one instance where it was just like playing left for dead where zombies were everywhere just coming after them on a scale of like one to ten, I'd give this anime maybe a seven out of ten because okay. it's interesting enough where you can actually watch the whole anime without wanting to take a break and getting bored with it. Well, you know, since you're mentioning something about ghost hunters in uh, anime, that reminded me of um, as of today, um, the day we're um, actually recording this, which is Wednesday, on Monday morning. <clears throat> Harold Ramis, who I don't know if a lot of you guys know, um, <clears throat> he was a comedian, a writer, uh, <clears throat> um, all kinds of, you know, producer, director. Uh, he did movies like um, Stripes and Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. Um, basically, if you're not aware of what he looks like, he played Egon from um, the Ghostbusters. Oh, um, okay. He died on Monday morning. Uh, he was 69 years old. Oh, um, yeah. Who you so, gonna call? You know, yeah. Um, but you know, I have a lot of respect for that guy. He, um, you know, he made some of the best movies. You know, in the eighties and nineties, he made some of the best movies. Um, he was on CC um, TV, which is uh, um, it's basically like Saturday Night Live, but for Can- you know, but in uh, <clears throat> but Canadians. You know, he's uh, very talented. Us in peace. You know, a lot of respect for that guy. You know. Yeah, he, he was one of the best actors, of course. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> yeah, but on, on another note, <clears throat> we're going to talk a little bit of um some gadgetry. Since you were talking about Batman a couple minutes ago, there's a new gadget that I have a uh, Fitbit, which is something that allows you to track and monitor um your steps and things of that nature. It does other stuff, but that's basically. It heart, it boils down to tracking your. Um, it's like a pedometer. Yeah, I was um, gonna say like a pedometer. But um, Samsung has now released a. Um, well, it hasn't come out yet, but uh, it's called. They have the Samsung Gear, which is that we spoke about it before in other prior episodes, and which is a watch that does the Samsung crap that the it's Samsung Tracy watch. Does. Yeah, because Samsung has come out with the Samsung Galaxy S five. Which is coming out, I believe, in April, and maybe it's March, the end of March, early April. <coughs> they also have um, a Samsung Gear Two, which is a sequel to the Samsung Gear that they already have. They have the Samsung Gear Neo, which is like a hybrid between um, a couple of other things. And the one that I'm looking at buying is the Samsung Galaxy, um, not Samsung Galaxy, Samsung Gear Fit. Which is basically, it looks like um, the Nike Fuel Band, band where it, aesthetically it looks like that. It has a curve, a super AMOLED um, screen. Um, 
it monitors it monitors your heartbeat um it um it's a pedometer it basically does everything that the um fitbit and the fuel band and everything else does on top of it allows you to um take phone calls that kind of thing it's like taking the fitbit and more or less like taking the fuel band the fitbit fuel band and merging it with a galaxy uh, gear watch the only thing is the galaxy gear watch allows you to take pictures where the galaxy gear fit does not allow you to take pictures which i don't know why i need a a, a watch that takes pictures that it's not really necessary you know with the dick tracy watch like that i think my first question would be how are they going to power that because I don't think they're going to make that an automatic watch. I don't think they well, it's not it, it's, invented that it, it doesn't have it doesn't have hands and gears. It's an electronic watch. So it's going to probably have a lithium battery inside. A really small lithium battery. So, cuz I'm sure it's going to charge using micro USB or something like that. So that's not I mean, but this day and age, you know, they don't have to use a battery. They could make it automatic. Yeah, they could make it automatic. But, but that jack of they're going to use, yeah, if they made it automatic, I, I don't even think they could make it automatic because I don't know what, you're talking about like thousands of dollars for. Yeah, getting, they jack up the price. If you're getting a, like a Swiss made watch that's waterproof, that's like a diver's watch, those things are like two grand. So you're taking that and then adding the Galaxy Gear Fit or the Fitbit or any of those kind of things and merging it in there. That's probably the that's probably the price of a television, so or a mortgage to a house. I'd say a car. So, yeah, I think a car. I think they would probably finance that. Like if you were, I'm saying the, the, car. How, the car, the the watch is like two grand. So and then you're talking about these things that are like two, three, four, five hundred dollars for those things. You merge them together, it's probably like easily three thousand dollars for this. Thing. Yeah, three thousand. I think three thousand is kind of cheap. That's what I'm saying. Easily, it's at least $3,000. It's probably more than that. I think it'd be a lot more than $3,000. Well, it'd have to be, especially yeah. if it's Swiss movement. If it's Swiss movement or something or anything along those lines, then, yeah, it's going to be expensive. But um, uh, on on the gadgety kind of uh, note, you also have um, – there was a rumor that Apple oh, – was it Apple? Someone was trying to what buy – was the rumor? Someone was trying to buy um, – Tesla. Tesla is the ones who make that electric car, that yeah, Model yeah. S. Oh, um, if I had the money, mm, 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 I would so get a Model you S. You know, I was looking at that car. I think that the, car is I think the nearest charging station, they said, was in Staten Island. No. Can't be Staten Island. There's nothing good in Staten Island. No, I'm joking. It was, it was, I think it was somewhere in New York. It's in New York. It's easily in New York. All the rich people that live in um, the city, it has to be in New York. But um, it might be even the furthest from us would probably be Long Island. I was no, told. Charging station for that? No, the furthest is like in California. No, 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 no. I'm saying within our area, no, within no, the metro okay. area, it would have been Long Island would have been the furthest. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm pretty sure it, the rumor was that um, Apple was trying to buy um, Tesla. Why Apple's trying to buy Tesla is beyond me, but it was they were trying to buy hey, Tesla. I'm sure they had one reason or another. But I was actually I was matter as a matter of fact, I was checking Tesla out on the internet just a little bit yesterday. And I'm looking at this and I'm looking at the pictures of the charging stations and I'm thinking to myself, you know, they're you know, these people that get this car, they're not going to be paying for gas. But they will probably be paying for electricity because the charging stations, they're probably going to charge you so much per charge. I can't see them letting you just pull up to a charge station and just recharge your car and just leave without charging you something. Yeah, yeah. That's like, um, <laughs> here's a question. Which one would you buy? Would you buy Nissan's Leaf? <laughs> Actually, it's not even a good question. But Nissan's Leaf, which is a totally electric car, or the um, Tesla Model S. See, the Model S base is like seven grand, seventy grand. That's the base is seventy grand. No well, one buys a base model. Two Tesla. reasons. Two reasons. Between the Leaf or the Tesla car. Two two things. Two things. They're not one, even close to each other. One. I would not buy the Leaf 
because I don't like the way it looks. That's reason enough for me not to buy it. The better, the, actually, you know what? Scrap that. And two, would you rather get? I'd get it because the it's Nissan more Lisa. Would you buy the Nissan Leaf or the Chevy Volt? Because the Volt is not exactly an electric car. It's an electric car. It also has gas. Yeah, it's but it's more it's more electric car that has gas than a gas car that utilizes electric. I would get the Chevy Volt because I would living in New Jersey. I want to try to buy as many American-made things as I can, so I would buy the Chevy. So far, there's a listing. There's a count of me wanting to hit you with this microphone at least two, three times. Um, because the reason why I'm I say that to help is our because, economy. No, but the thing, I, reason why I say that is because I don't think the Volt is made in America. Yeah, it might not be. But even if you buy that's it, a, you know, Chevy, that's a, there's, America's going to get some money as opposed to buying like Nissan and America. America get almost no money. That's like a misconception because like, all right, I drive a Honda Element. Honda is a Japanese car company. They don't make the Honda Element anymore. But when they did make it, that's a Japanese car company. But the Honda Element was made in America. It was made in Ohio. Yeah. Whereas Cadillacs, if you buy a CTS or whatever is the newest one. Those are made in Mexico. And, you know, thinking about that, I was actually I was actually on Toyota's website. And I was on Nissan's website. And I was on, like, Mitsubishi. And I, I was looking for a new RX-8. And they don't make one, I, don't I Yeah, I didn't see an RX-8. I'm like, what happened to the RX-8? That car was awesome. Yeah. I guess but they were just deciding not to make it, it. If you think about it, it's similar to... Um, Honda and Acura when they discontinued the NSX and then now they just recently brought it back. I guess. But they do have, a, if I'm not mistaken on the name of the car, I think they have a CX-9. They probably do. Something so stupid. I'm guessing they substituted it for that. But basically we've gone way off um, topic so we're pretty much just going to end the show right here. Um, of course, as always, Man, we can, do that. you can always check us out on um, YouTube. Facebook, um, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter Stitcher, Stitcher. Uh, to find our um, podcast itself, the audio mix, you'll find it on um, iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, um, <clears throat> getapodcast.com, all kinds of different things. Um, basically, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, always, as always, check out some of our um, friends, uh, The Rhythm The Rebel. Um, they uh, have their... Um, show going on everything's going great and very also, awesome show um check out the um centric society e-mag when that comes out we'll definitely let you guys know um anything that goes down in regards to that so yeah you guys have a great day we'll talk to all you guys on another show all right have a good day bye, bye.